We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We pay our respect to their leaders, past, present and emerging. Welcome to Leadership of Fools. I'm your host today, Rick Brown, and on the podcast with me today is Todd Lichty. Todd Lichty was a professional basketball player. He played in the NBA, the NBL. He has shot some hoops, people. Uh, And once he gave that away, he got into the sweet, sweet industry of wine distribution. And he's with us today to chat 2020. Welcome to the podcast, Todd. Thanks, Rick. Good to hear from you. It's always a pleasure to catch up. Uh, and how's it, how's it going for you? Yeah, just okay. Uh, we're in Melbourne, as I guess most of you guests have been lately. And uh, so we're in that severe lockdown, probably experiencing the range of emotions like, uh, like most people. Um, getting to know the family better, which is nice. Uh, spending more time at home, connecting that way and uh, getting to know the dog better, um, which is sometimes nice. Uh, What's your dog's name? <laughs> Dog's name is Rocket. Oh, you had to think uh, about that. You haven't you haven't spent enough time with that dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket. She, I was because she's a she. She's Rocket sounds like a male name, but it's a it's a female name. There you go. Anyway. Stupid she's dog. A bit of a rocket, so she's a little uh, Aussie terrier. Oh, nice. Beautiful little thing. Uh, and so we're here to discuss 2020 and the things we've learned and the things we've done. Uh, so what what leadership lessons have uh, have sprung up on you this year, Todd? Yeah, well, it's, it's probably a good year to talk about leadership with everything going on around the world. But, in, you know, in particular in, in what we're talking today in Melbourne with the lockdown and our business predominantly generates an income from the restaurant and bottle shop market of of Melbourne, the Melbourne metropolitan area and out to the Victorian border. So um, probably half of our customer list is restaurants would have been shut down. So overnight we lost sort of half of our turnover. Retail's picked up probably 15, 20%. So, you know, you get to that 60, 65% range. Um, that's been a real challenge. And I think get, getting back to the topic of leadership, I think um, what always comes back to me, and it happens on the sports teams I've been in, it happens when you don't get enough sleep, it happens when you're stressed, it happens when financially things aren't going as well as you'd like. Um, I think you, you genuinely get to know a person when they're under a bit of duress. In other words, sort of what their true colors are and how do they behave in a situation like that um, when things aren't going that well. And then you see that in sports teams in particular. Um, you know, do your teammates start pointing the fingers and saying, well, he's not doing that. Yeah, I know you're blaming me for this, but he's not doing that. And, and a lot of finger pointing going on, which leads to, you know, bigger problems. It's kind of a cancerous um, sort of behavior, if you will. And I think you can find that in business as well when things aren't going that well. You know, your, your employees look up to you and how do you respond to these situations? So for 2020 in particular, I think there's a lot of Australians, a lot of people around the world under severe duress. A lot of that is, you know, unfortunately because of their financial situation. And, you know, whether it's a parent, a mother or a father uh, sort of, behaving poorly or admirably in front of their kids, you know, it's, it's a, it's a source of leadership. It's a source of inspiration. It's a form of leadership. And you can have, I suppose, 
good leaders and bad leaders. And some leaders are elected. You know, we can talk about the American president, Donald Trump. Now, he's a leader by his position, but I don't think he's behaving in a particularly inspirational manner at the moment. Um, I don't think he's inspiring people to follow him. I think he's sort of possibly abusing his power that he has to just sort of run over people. And I, I don't think, you know, and I'm just using him as an example. I don't think that's a particularly inspirational way to behave. Um, I think he could be doing it in a much more reserved sort of less egotistical manner. Um, and people would be, you know, a certain, he's got his sort of worshipers, if you will. Um, and then he's got his people that want to follow him, but just don't like the way he goes about it. And then he's got the people that just disagree with him. Um, and I feel like, um, you know, a true leader to me inspires others. And uh, in some ways he's inspiring his followers, um, which I, I don't quite understand how he's, how he's inspiring because I think he's, he's a leader simply by his title. Um, and he's sort of the king of the jungle, if you will. I don't mean to just focus on the American president, but um, <laughs> no, I, I suppose, it. you know, the world wants to be inspired like it or not by the American president and how he's treating others and how he's behaving. And um, I think his presidency, uh, unfortunately will not be judged by his deeds and his policy. I think it'll be judged by everything outside of that and the, what he does on social media and how he behaves and how he announces these policies or how he reacts to somebody criticizing him. Um, I think it detracts from what he's doing as a president. Yeah. And he is a good showcase of that situation where people will assume that uh, leaders will stand up under scrutiny or under pressure and that their leadership style might, might suit different situations, but until they're tested, until the blowtorch is put on, you don't really see how that's going to play out. And um, it, we see how it's playing out in America and it's probably playing out um, in different ways all across the board with different leaders uh, experiencing that global Correct. pressure um, on a big level uh, and on a micro level. So yeah, he's the easiest example in the world right now and um, probably an easy target, I suppose. But it's, you know, when somebody has a crack at him or criticizes him, you know, the easiest thing to do is attack straight back rather than having a, a uh, considered reaction response. And I think much like the world looks to the American president and other leaders of other countries, um, you know, your employees look to you, you know, if, if you, I think strong enough to give your employees the power to criticize you um, and accept that and have that discussion, um, you know, how do you react to those criticisms? You know, do you, all of a sudden put a black mark next to their name because uh, you're worried about how they feel about you or do you take it on board and discuss it with them and try to improve, not only improve yourself, but improve the situation in the workplace. So to me, uh, leaders are defined by what they do when things aren't going that well. Yeah. For all its um, troubles and strife this year is at least um, tested you know, how people react under pressure. Like if you were wondering how you cope when the blowtorch is on, when the, when the, when the heat's in the kitchen, well, you should know by now. <laughs> That's right. And it, whether it's at a family level or a, a friend's level or a workplace level, whatever it is, uh, you know, somebody in the last 12 months in Victoria, in Melbourne, has had a situation that 
they haven't faced before, most likely. Um, and, you know, a lot of that, unfortunately, comes down to finances and the pressure we're put under because of can we pay our bills? Absolutely. Uh, and while the pressure has been building and the heat is in the kitchen, Todd, what have you been doing to stay sane? What's been keeping a smile on your face? Well, yeah, I've been trying to get to a more consistent exercise routine, um, uh, which in the last three or four weeks hasn't been that good. I, I developed a bit of RSI in both my hands. So my, um, one of my, the doctors I go see every now and again, a chiropractor, said, look, you need to give up the push-ups and the sit-ups for now. Ah, damn it. So you, try to do, you try to yeah. do something good and your body says, yeah. not today, buddy. Um, um Enjoying time, much more time with my wife and son. Uh, my son is 15 going on 16, makes us laugh every day. Sometimes he just, you know, puts the arm out and says, talk to the hand. I don't want to know you. <laughs> you uh, and then other times you see him come up with things you go, wow, that's, um, I didn't expect that out of a 15 or 16 year old, a very mature approach. And times like this, um, and it does make you laugh sometimes because you, 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 have a look at yourself and say, oh, well, sort of, you've got to look at things from all perspectives. I, di- I didn't realize that's how he was feeling. Or I didn't realize that's how my wife was feeling. Um, and you've got to take that on board. And, and oftentimes these situations, which are stressful, um, you can have a laugh about because you're in it together. And it's a very common ground for, especially the, a family in the same situation. What are we going to do next month? Well, look, can have a laugh about it and say, well, if worse push comes to shove, we can always do this. So um, I think it does become comical at sometimes because it, a lot of people, you, you couldn't have wrote, written a movie script that would have uh, played itself out this way. And if you did, people wouldn't have believed it. I mean, this this virus is the, is the perfect um, thing to make everybody look bad. I mean, the... the Premier of Victoria, you know, he, he could have locked things down perfectly and then businesses would have been shut down for longer or maybe not long. No matter what he did, there was going to be criticism. And uh, I, I think, you know, we need to learn from that and people need to have a bit of compassion for themselves and, and realise, well, hang on, if I was him, would I have gotten this 100% right? Probably not. I mean, I don't, nobody knows what 100% right would have been anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, always easier being on the outside looking in. Uh, Todd, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Uh, thanks for letting us know where you're at, what's been up. Uh, it's been scintillating and we got to sink the boot in a little bit into uh, the American president, which is always on my bucket list. So we've ticked that off yet again today. Hopefully you get to spend more time with your dog Rocket and your family continues to put a smile on your face. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Rick. Thepeoplespot.com is the place to visit when you need to make the people part of your role easier, more genuine and more suited to you. Thepeoplespot.com is the new home of people content from Colin Beatty and the team at Leadership of Fools. Thepeoplespot.com